Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matchalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchalava, and today is Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. It is a, it's been a busy week. Uh, not a whole ton of releases so far. We had one major release yesterday. Today was a little bit slower, but I've been trying to get a lot of work done. And then tomorrow and Friday are going to be jam-packed. So let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about what we have going on and what we can expect for the week ahead. So yesterday we had the Louis Vuitton Air Force One release. It was maybe one of the most frustrating releases that I think that I've had in a long time. Louis Vuitton has done a few collabs before with other companies, but I've really never looked into them too much. And this was a huge one, right? And so there was the Louis Vuitton collabing with the Off-White Company and Virgil and then collabing with Nike. And so huge, huge major collab, retail super high. Retail was around 2700 for the Air Force One lows and I think 34, 3500 for the mids. And the lows were definitely the play just because they looked better. And they were also a lot cheaper. And the mids looked ugly. They're not a good silhouette. And they the colorways were just trash. So overall, the the lows were my main focus. And I have a bot that runs Louis Vuitton. They added it as a module. And it did not perform well at all. And that was to be expected. But what wasn't to be expected was the waste of money that it was. Because I didn't buy the bot, but you buy proxies if you're going to run a site. And you can either run residentials or ISPs. ISPs, which are like data center proxies, you have unlimited access to them for about 30 days. And then residentials, you pay for them by the gigabyte. So I ended up running resis because they are a little bit more stable, especially for longer drops. Typically sites will ban proxies and ISP proxies in particular for longer drops. And so I like to run resis, but they do stack up on price a lot. Uh, as you run for a longer drop and the drop ended up lasting I don't know I think an hour plus maybe even two hours and so I burned a lot of data cost me a lot of money and I didn't hit so that was a bummer kind of stupid I mean it wasn't a huge amount of money but it was like 70 bucks worth of data so definitely not worthwhile and I didn't really think I was going to use that much data going into it and then once I checked at the end I realized how much I wasted so that kind of sucks and the fact that everybody that did hit with the bot that I was running got canceled immediately afterwards that also sucks. So, you know, even if I had hit, there's really no guarantees that it would have stuck. And so that's even, that's even like the crazier part. I didn't think that they were going to be canceling orders if you ended up placing an order like with a bot if you only hit one and nobody hit more than one. Like unless you're running some sort of custom bot, custom script type of thing, like nobody was hitting more than one of these things. And so for them to cancel so fast, the the one guy said that he got his cancellation email before he got his order confirmation, which sucks. That that actually sucks, like really bad. To to be so close to actually have your card get like charged and then get the cancel email, that would actually suck. So overall, that was that was really yesterday's release. It was frustrating. I was happy to be done with it after it was over, and that's really all that we had yesterday. So today, pretty chill day not a whole lot going on there really wasn't a whole lot of releases i'm just doing a lot of prep work we have uh releases coming up over the next few days if you don't know it's san diego comic-con so there's definitely a whole lot of opportunities each year with different uh comic conventions and stuff a lot of sites will do uh different collaborations with them that's really all the further i'll go into it because there is a lot of information that would be uh probably 
like held behind the walls of a group that would want to uh, put that information out. So I'm not going to give away really too much of that just because it's not my forte. If it was something that I found, maybe I could talk a little bit more about it. But I don't know SDC, SDCC as well as some of the other people in the group that I'm in. So kind of leave that up to them. But there are some other things going on as well. So I've, I've been paying attention to different le- releases that are going on and paying attention to different things that have been in kind of the works and so we have that like the whole collector sphere of stuff going on tomorrow friday i I think even saturday and sunday and then also tomorrow we have one of the biggest shoe days we've had in a long time we have panda dunk lows coming out tomorrow we have travis scott one reverse mochas coming out tomorrow i believe we have a few other pairs of shoes as well and maybe even a pair of new balances i'm not entirely sure if i remember all the shoes off the top of my head i have them on my calendar but there's there's a lot of shoes coming out tomorrow so I think there's another pair of Dunklows loaded up for tomorrow too that just popped up today. So a lot of shoes, a lot, a lot of shoes, and it will be it will be interesting to see who hits and, and what kind of works and what doesn't. So I'm expecting fully to not hit tomorrow at all on the Travis Scott ones. If I do, I'll be super pumped, but I haven't hit a Travis release yet that wasn't one of the crappy ones like the uh, Air Trainers or anything like that. The, the Travis Scott ones and the Air Forces, those are really, really tough to hit, probably... I expect to see like one to two people out of a several thousand, maybe not several thousand, but three-ish to four thousand person group tomorrow. I expect to see about one to two success posts, if that. So it's going to be tough to hit. There's not going to probably be a lot of stock. Even if there is a lot of stock, Travis has way more fans than your standard Nike Dunk or Nike release would anyways. So there's going to be tons of Travis fans going after it. You're going to have all your sneakerheads going after it. You're going to have all your flippers going after it. There's going to be a lot of people pursuing the shoe. And pretty much everybody and their grandmother that wants to make money on this shoe is going to be entering for it. So it's going to be tough to hit, and stock's just not going to reflect the amount of people that will be going for the shoe, which is why it will have such a high resale. Also coupled with the fact that it's a Travis Scott collab, and Travis just draws numbers, and he really, really like does well with his merch. So the collabs that he's been doing with Nike have done really well, as long as they're not a crappy shoe a la the air trainers those are those are kind of a trash shoe it didn't look that good anyways he's done some other ones i don't think the air force max 270 i don't think those did well and there may not be a max in there they may just be air force no not air force the air max 270s um i don't think they did that well and there was a couple other shoes that he's done that haven't done spectacular but for the most part, the the standard, like the Air Force that he did, he did an Air Force One Low, he did a Jordan 4 way, way back, and then he's done a couple of Jordan 1s. The one Jordan 1, you can kind of, you can kind of disregard that just because it was also a collab of Fragments, so that's just, that's like, that's like the, that's the equivalent of Louis Vuitton and Nike and Off-White getting together. Like, Travis Scott, Nike, and Fragment. It's not the equivalent, but like that's how big it is, right? There's three large companies or three large brands, if you will, getting together for one Jordan 1 shoe. And you could argue that the Jordan 1 is even more iconic than the Air Force 1, right? And so uh, Louis Vuitton and the and Off-White, two very iconic brands, but Fragment and Travis Scott also very iconic and I would argue even more popular with like Gen Zers than Louis Vuitton and uh, Off-White would be. So that's just something where again like you can kind of filter that out because that shoe was in itself a unicorn shoe and just such a weird weird crazy release and so the other ones that he's done though that have just been him and nike they've done really well i'm expecting it to do well resale prices are through the roof they're about they're about somewhere around 14 to 1500 dollars 
Huge shoe, huge shoe. I'm going to be going after that tomorrow. Uh, probably not hit. And then there's going to be, like I said, the Panda Dunk Lows. Those are a big shoe as well. Not nearly as profitable, but profitable nonetheless. So that will be another shoe that I go after as well. Other than that, uh, this week's kind of, kind of, that's about it. Like we're going to have collectibles releases and we're going to have uh, shoe releases. And that's really going to wrap up the week. And then Monday, we're hitting it hard with Yeezy Slides. And then I believe the following Monday or Tuesday, we're going to be hitting it hard again for Yeezy Supply Day. So that's going to be a huge thing. There's going to be, I think there's two days of Yeezy Day. I imagine most people will be sick of it after the first day. And so, yeah, him throwing out a bunch of random shoes and silhouettes that have been previously like uh, with re- like regarded as grails and now they're being re-released to the public. That'll probably upset some sneakerheads, but it'll also get a lot of people a lot of chances to get that shoe. And it will also allow us to be able to make some money because like if if they release these Turtle Dove Easy 350 V1s, those are going to be an absolutely phenomenally good shoe to resell. Like just going to do numbers on those. And so the Turtle Doves is like one of the most sought after Easy 1s or Easy 350s. And if they do another one of those, which there's heavy speculation that they, they're definitely going to do another 350 Turtle Dove. It just depends on whether they're, they're going to release it on Easy Day. Like previously it was supposed to release in April, but now hopefully it releases on Easy Day. We'll see. Uh, I see a lot of people getting prepped up for it. I'm not going too crazy. I know how bad Yeezy Supply is. And again, like if there was a day to put, if there was a day to put a lot of money into a release, you could argue it was easy day because like if you're going to spend a lot of money on proxies and bots like that's the day of all days to run easy supply but at the same time the site's usually so dead and like it, it already sucks like the site is already terrible and so when you have even more hype around a release where there will be more people manually going after the shoes there will be more people uh, running bots and probably running even larger setups than normal there's going to be so much traffic on that site it's probably going to break like it's going to have such a tough time so in some regards it may not be worth it to set up for this huge day of easy releases with a massive massive setup and that's probably what i'm not going to do i'm probably not going to have a huge setup because i don't expect it to be easy to hit i expect it to be really tough i expect there to be a ton of competition and so i'm probably going to run i have one bot that isn't even really known for running easy supply not like it's not in its wheelhouse of being very good at running easy supply i'll run that and that's just because i've hit with it before i i can kind of run it i know what i'm doing it's not anything that crazy and the setup will be relatively cheap and if i hit great and if not great like whatever there's going to be some really profitable shoes the chances of hitting on them is going to be really tough anyways even if i had a big setup and the rest of the shoes are probably going to be some bricks like there's going to be some bricks mixed in there as well now Lots of profitable shoes. Again, the Turtle Doves. Uh, they're rumored to release the Azale uh, 700 V3s. Rumored to re-release a bunch of profitable shoes. And I think there may even be like a Cream 350 in there as well. So lots of really good shoes. Um, it just really depends on whether or not uh, they end up bricking. Because so many of these people, they'll brick shoes. Now, the Turtle Doves, the Azales probably won't brick. But some of the shoes that have restocked one, a time or two before or even aren't that high resale price right now, I do see there's there's an opportunity for those to brick, especially with the sneaker market and the state of things right now. It's really not doing that hot. So overall, we'll see. We'll see how things end up playing out, but I'm not super, super, I'm not going to go crazy over it. I'm, I'm going to be pumped for it because I love like events and days like that. It's cool to kind of have them, but 
overall, if, if I'm really, really kind of looking at what it'll be, it'll probably be like a mini reselling holiday, and I may or may not hit anything, and I'm totally fine with that because Easy Day is like a great day to have everybody get hyped up for shoes, and then the site dies, and everybody's like, okay, now what do we do? And they've wasted a lot of data, and sometimes you don't even hit a shoe. It's usually a large money pit, uh, especially in, like the proxy companies, they make out very well in Easy Day. The bot companies, they end up making out very well because they, they do a lot of monthlies for Easy Day. And then much past that, uh, Easy Supply, they also do very well. Uh, they, they make a lot of money on the shoes. And then the people that are botting, they actually probably stand to lose the most money because if you're not hitting huge clips of shoes, you're probably going to have a tough time making your money back on your setup if you're running a super large setup. If you're running a more of a lean setup and using uh, less costly proxies, you may have a lesser chance of hitting. But if you do hit, you may have much less to pay off. And so you may actually end up having an easier chance of, of becoming profitable. And so that's kind of the risk that you run. Now, obviously, your best botters, the people that have been doing this for a while, they're going to hit, they're going to do very well, they have huge setups, they I don't know what their overhead is, but I'm believe that a lot of bot companies just give them bot uh, licenses to run for free. So overheads probably pretty cheap for them. And a lot of them also own proxy companies, so their proxies are a lot cheaper, if not free. Uh, but mostly they're just cheaper because they can source them cheaper. And so they'll have a lot less money to repay, plus they run slots for people. So, I mean, the only thing they really need to pay back is just the the actual uh, bot rentals which they probably don't rent and then the proxies which they get a lot cheaper than normal so overall um if not for free so like overall those people will do very well as well uh they'll probably hit a huge clip and get paid whatever their their fee is for checking out for somebody so that's kind of what we're looking at right now that's what we have for the upcoming rest of the month i am looking forward to some sort of just like taking a break for a moment i don't know when that'll be but i kind of need one I've just been cramming my head with Amazon knowledge and I'm kind of getting sick of it a little bit, which is, it sounds kind of bad, but I mean, it's just, you know, every day reading, grinding on reading Facebook posts, watching videos, looking at guides, and then also going through and sourcing. And it's like every day, day in, day out, day in, day out. And sometimes I find some stuff and sometimes I don't find stuff. And the days where, you know, you stack up two, three, four, five days where you're not finding anything, it really sucks. Like it's not fun. And if you're just sitting there and you feel like, you know, is this going to work? Uh, that's sort of a thing where it can get discouraging sometimes. So the reason I'm saying all this is because like, hopefully, hopefully I don't become a huge failure and hopefully this works out. And I think it will. Uh, I have a large reason to believe that it'll work. Um, but in the future, I'd like to be able to look back at it and just kind of see how things were going because it's very easy to like look back on things and romanticize how you felt in the moment. But like, if I look back at school, I can look back at all the good things and think about how it felt like, you know, whenever I would go grab coffee with my girlfriend or whenever I'd hang out with my friends and stuff and whenever we'd play some pickup basketball and stuff like that. Like, that stuff was fun and I really miss a lot of that stuff. What I don't miss is, like, staying up every night until about midnight to 2 in the morning studying and then going in and just getting completely blown apart by a test and, you know, having finals week where I don't sleep for, like, more than three hours a night and I'm chugging Red Bull and, like, go careening into my last final running on fumes like that's something I don't miss and it's very easy to kind of forget about that stuff for a moment and be like oh yeah I miss whenever I did x in school or whenever we could go do all these fun things but like you kind of romanticize what it was like to be there back then because you also skip over all the things that sucked and I want to be able to remember that because it's very easy like for me right now 
I run an eBay business and it's been profitable the last three years and I've actually like I, I can run it semi on autopilot now there's a lot of things I need to do the shipping I obviously need to source new items but there's it's a lot easier now than it was back then and I'm doing a lot more scale now than it was back then so what changed well my a my systems changed B my information slash like brain was able to acquire more information so my knowledge increased and C like there's just better there's better systems out there uh, again going back to like the first point there's better systems both for my business and both on eBay that have allowed me to be able to increase my output. And so with that, you know, that's what I'm looking for with Amazon. But if you ask me how I felt when I first started eBay, it sucked. I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't making any money. I was going to thrift stores for three months and garage sales for three straight months and not really making much money. I had a couple sales here, I had a couple sales there, but really what I was doing is throwing stuff under my bed at school and hoping it sold and it didn't. And I think that either family members or people around me are probably like this kid's nuts he's not going to make any money and i don't know what he's doing acquiring all these stuffed animals but he's definitely not going to sell any and that obviously has played out differently I've, I've made a lot of money on stuffed animals i made a lot of money on coffee mugs i've been able to grow a business and, and do very well with shoes and then obviously consoles came along and that really propelled a lot of the stuff that i've done in the past two years and there's been other electronics other things like covid boosted hair clippers and weights and pools and you can go down the line of all the things that have been profitable but it's very easy to think about like oh yeah, yeah reselling is easy right if you resold the past two years you could have sold pools weights uh the whole nine yards puzzles like whatever sold during covid and then consoles and you would have made a lot of money but like when you're first starting out you don't know what you don't know and so it's very hard to go back to that time and say here's what it was like to start uh, here's how I felt when I started. And so hopefully with this podcast, I can go back, you know, five years from now and listen to this. And to one of two things is going to happen. Either this didn't work and I feel like an idiot and I think, wow, I really should have quit then. That was really dumb. I, I'm i banging on that not happening. Like that's, that's hopefully not going to happen. Option two is that it works out really well. And I'll think back to this and go, wow, if I only could have looked X amount of days, X amount of weeks, X amount of months ahead, uh, I wouldn't have been as worried. And I actually probably would have been able to work a little bit harder knowing that it wasn't just all for naught, right? And, and so that's kind of what hopefully it's gonna be. That's why I do it every day and or most days. I haven't done in a couple days, but that's why I do it most days because I wanna be able to look back at that. And also, a couple of people have reached out to me and said, hey, how do I resell? And it's so easy to say, hey, here's my podcast. Go listen to this. And any questions you have, please feed them to me. But this is like, this is like reselling 101, right? Like somebody wants to sit down with me for an hour, go listen to my podcast on 2X and then sit down with me and talk. And you'll probably know, I mean, there's six, there's almost 600 episodes here, right? If somebody sits down and listens to this thing, they're going to be well-versed and they're going to practically know most of the stuff that I know reselling wise, right? At least the principles and then the items, the brands, all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure I could pound that into somebody's head in about an hour to two hours, right? And just like kind of fill them with information and then say, go, or at least show them like what I've sold on eBay and then say, go, right? Like that's the missing link, right? If you listen to this podcast and you've gone from episode one in 2020 to episode 581, I think is what this one is. If you've gone that far and you've listened to every one of these, you know, practically everything that I know. I've shared the tools I use. I've shared that I bought. I've shared that I, you know, you don't know the actual bots. You don't know the actual proxies. That's fine. That's not that hard to figure out if you get plugged in with people in a discord group. And I would encourage you to do that. Or you could reach out to me on Instagram and I'd, I'd DM me back pretty quick. But the other thing would be, um, you know, you know, pretty much most of the stuff that I'm doing, you know, that I go after items that I can sell in quantity. If I see it, you know, what types of items I'm looking for, you know, where I'm selling them, you know what I'm doing on Amazon, you know, what tools I'm using on Amazon. Like 
everything's out there. So if somebody wants to learn this, it's not really that tough because this podcast is here and there's plenty of other podcasts out there where I've used them. Pure Hustle Podcast, uh, the Flip Flip Podcast has been really good. Reezy Resource is a phenomenal podcast. Like those ones are, are really instrumental. And then Silent Sales Machine, very good podcast. So like, there's four right there and in addition to this one, um, which are all in different formats. Mine probably closest to Flips just because he has done like day in, day out, every day, or at least he started that way where he records what he does, but you can really either see, you know, different success stories from people, you can see different strategies from people, or you can just come rock with me and I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing each day and whether it sucks or not. <laughs> and, you know, it may not be the the easiest thing to to work on and it may not be the most fun sometimes, but I'm going to keep it real and kind of say what's going on, why why I'm doing what I'm doing and, and kind of if it if it's fun or if it kind of sucks and, and whether or not I think it'll get better. So, that's kind of what I'm working on right now. Hopefully that helps. And it's a bit of a longer show, so I'm going to wrap this thing up right now. But uh, yeah, you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. Get pumped for the rest of the week. We got some big shoe releases tomorrow. We got some big collectible releases that I'm pumped about. Um, there's a lot going on. And that's about all I'll say about it. But there's a lot going on for the rest of the week. So definitely get out there and get after it because you can make some money. So with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. And I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.